0: Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio, a show dedicated to helping men grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. We are broadcasting on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM, heard around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. I am Joe Stopulos, along with my good friend, Father Zach Kautsky. Today we are excited to be joined again by a good friend of ours, Dr. Mike abu Dr. Mike is a family practice physician in Burlington, Iowa, and he was voted the 2010 Iowa Family Practice Physician of the Year. His love for helping people improve their lives through health and fitness is is, is evident by the work he does around the state. When we had him on our show previously, we covered the topic of the importance of the physical health in the spiritual life. Today, we're going to dive into Dr. Mike's theory on the four stages of life and how they affect all of us. Father Zach, would you please open us up? A word of prayer.
1: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit Amen. hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen saint john paul the great pray for pray us, for us. in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen, amen. Well, father zach you are uniquely qualified to speak on this topic today you minister to people of
0: all ages basically every day your work as a chaplain at Dowling uh, High School, where you are helping teenagers through their faith journey, and then also you're a pastor, so you're helping people, as young, you know, just out of college, right. all the way into their retirement years and beyond, and everything in between. So today, with Father, or with Father, with Doctor Mike, we're going to discuss the differences between the stages regarding the faith journeys through the, the various stages in life.
1: But what are the similarities you see between those stages? Well, a few a few similarities between all the different age groups and stages of life i think number 1 no matter what stage of life we're in we're called to live out our our baptismal call to holiness you know so the third grader at the grade school is trying to live out her call to holiness and the 65 year old and everybody in between trying to uniquely live out their call to greatness to be saints and so that's one similarity mm-hmm. like another is we're all in need of the mercy of God, uh, and that's why we we have kids. You know, right after the age of reason, you know, right after about the age of seven, uh, they begin to go to reconciliation. You know, all the way up till end of life. And so again, no matter no matter what stage we're in, no matter our age, the similarity is well, we all need God's mercy. Yeah, we're all in need of that mercy. Yeah. Uh, another one I'd mention is that uh, age doesn't necessarily equal, you know, what stage someone's in. You know, there are many young people who are, I, f- I feel, more spiritually advanced than me or, you know, <laughs> deeper in holiness, yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe than their parents or older people. So age doesn't necessarily equal the stage they're in yeah. uh, spiritually.
0: Well, and I think the important thing is on all those, you know, for mercy, for uh, spiritual knowledge, and your in growth in relationship with Jesus all of those things can be attained at any point, but there's an effort, right? I mean, if I'm not seeking God's mercy at a young age or an old age or whatever age, if I'm not seeking it, even though I need it, we all need it. Um, if I'm not seeking it, that's that's issue. So as long as we're all, regardless of the stage in life, working towards our call to holiness, that to me is the ticket.
1: We're, so, all, we're all a work in progress. Yeah. You know, We're all in need of conversion. Some of us more than others. That's uh, right, Joe. Me included. So... <laughs>
0: With that we're going to head to a short break but when we return Dr. Mike Abbawasly will be with us so stick around and we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio we're broadcasting on 1150 AM 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM heard around the world streaming online on iowacatholicradio.com and on smartphones everywhere via the TuneIn Radio app. I am Joe Stopulos, along with Father Zach Kautsky, and today we are joined by Dr. Mike Abouasli.
1: Dr. Mike is a family practice physician in Burlington, Iowa. He has a degree in exercise physiology from the University of Iowa and a medical degree from the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. He was named the 2010 Iowa Family Practice Physician of the Year, and he's here today uh, to discuss a topic that Uh, is extremely important to him, uh, the four stages of life. In addition to uh, his private practice in Burlington, Dr. Mike works uh, around the state to help employers and their employees live healthier lives. So welcome back, Dr. Mike. Great to have you again. Great to be back. Thank you.
0: So Dr. Mike joined us uh, a few months ago to discuss uh, running the race with persistence. And we talked about living healthy lives. Well, those conversations were great, and we wanted to have him back and talk a little more about it. Uh, and Dr. Mike has what he calls the four stages of life. And so we're going to do- dive into this. This is the four stages of life from a physical standpoint, and I would also argue in the spiritual standpoint as well. So we're going to have Father Mike kind of give us the overview Dr. of the Mike. four. Did I say father? Yeah, doctor. Okay, we had a Father Mike <laughs> on earlier too. Dr. Mike on the four <laughs> stages of life.
2: Yeah, so quick, uh, again, these are the four stages, uh, again, in my in my career. And when I sit back and I think, why my patients put off taking care of their bodies and taking care of their health, and, and when I break it down into, into stages of life, uh, it kind of helps give me some insight. Um, so the first stage again, is from birth until age eighteen, and and I found myself telling my kids this all the time it's uh, you know we, we think we know everything about life, we think we have life figured out at that point, but we really don't you know we, we feel like we're invincible. Uh, that, that nothing can hurt us at that age uh, and and we really can 't see our 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 lives and our bodies uh, far into the future um, and so we tend to so we tend to put off those things that are that are probably beneficial for us um, and uh, and so that's that 's the first uh, eighteen years and then and then from age nineteen to thirty um, and I remember this when I left the you know left my house I went to college uh, my first night sleeping in a dorm at Iowa. Uh, my parents went from uh, 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 not knowing anything about life to uh, to knowing everything about life in, in one night. It, it's it's amazing, amazing how smart your parents get uh, just one <laughs> night away from home. Um, and so that's when I really started to realize that everything my parents taught me all these years uh, was really important. Uh, but anyway, so from 19 to 30... Uh, that time uh, is spent you 're trying to figure out who you want to be right you 're trying to figure out what career right. do you want what career path do you want? Do you want to be married or not do you want to have children or not um, and so so you really spend those those years trying to figure out and establish yourself uh, to, on that path and then uh, and then, from age thirty to fifty. Uh, what I say in most you know this is make your hey you know this is kind of when you make your name uh, this is the, whatever career choice you pick you really want to be the best best at it, and also uh you 're working to become a good father uh, a, a good mother um, and and be successful in your mind and and success doesn 't always have to be monetarily right or or what possessions you have you want you want to be successful in life in general um, and then um, and then it 's not until you get to age fifty. Um, I think that's when you sit back and you give yourself a grade. You look back at your previous uh, 20, 30 years and you give yourself a grade. Did, was I the father I wanted to be? Was I, the, was I the husband I wanted to be? Was I successful in my mind from a career standpoint? Was I, was I, uh, uh, did I volunteer in my community? Did I volunteer in my church? Did I, did I do the things that, that I set out to do in, in my career? And, and again, you give yourself a grade and then you have to live with that grade, right? Because you can't go back and change the past. Yep. Um, and then at that point, then once you've done that, then you look forward. So 15 beyond, then you look forward. And I think that's for when most people in my patients, that's when they, uh, really, we start to realize our mortality. I mean, when you look and you say, Oh my gosh, I've lived more than half of my life. If I live to a hundred, if I'm lucky enough, I'm halfway there, right? Um, and so that's then as we look forward, uh, looking forward in our life and, and as we realize our mortality, I believe that's at that point when most of my patients then start to prioritize their life. What's really important in my life? What things haven't I accomplished? Um, and, and do I have the time and means to do that? Uh, but unfortunately what I tell my patients is a lot of times you've neglected your health all these years that, that if you still have some goals that you haven't achieved yet, um, you would better hope that your health is there with you to help you uh, achieve those goals, um, and I, and also I believe that spiritually, uh, not only not only do we ne- uh, neglect our health physically, but we also tend to neglect our spirit as well because we're so busy trying to establish ourselves from a career standpoint uh, and and everything else that that comes to life. Yep. So
0: so we're you're we're listening to Man Up on IO Catholic Radio, uh, and today we're joined by Doctor Mike Abouassaly, and the title of the show is The Four Stages of Life, and we're discussing the I would say the challenges and the opportunities uh, in the four different stages that Dr. Mike had just talked about, so let 's dive a little bit deeper and i 'll kind of point to Father Zach on the spiritual side here and i 'll point to you uh, on the physical side but let 's start in that first stage. Uh, zero to eighteen is the first stage we 're talking about, and I think all of us would kind of agree with the with what you 've put together was zero to eighteen nineteen to thirty thirty to fifty, and fifty plus. I think those are all very logical uh, age bands let 's start with the zero to eighteen. Physically and, and that stage in life, let's dive a little deeper into what the kind of what the pitfalls are for for kids in that age.
2: Well, certainly, I think again uh, when you're when you're uh, uh, growing up and and you're eleven, twelve, thirteen years old, you're, you're still trying to figure out your body, and but uh, but at the same time. Uh, you also realize that that you know you can do most things, and and, uh, and you wake up the next morning, and there's there's no pain involved. You you, you don't feel the real repercussions. What a, what a treat! What a treat! That sounds really really yeah. great. I mean, I, I know I have an 11 year old and a 14 year old, and, and these guys can run for miles, and they can they can be up all night uh, with their friends, and, and they can eat whatever they want. And they and they wake up the next day feeling great, just to do it all over again. Yeah. Right. So you know, at that age, you can you really can get away with a lot. Your margin for error, as we tell our patients, your margin for error at that age is really big but it yeah. gets smaller and smaller as you age yeah. Yeah. you can't uh, as you get older you can't afford to make the mistakes that you made in your younger years yeah. Well, in
1: those younger years too they're they're experiencing a new freedom you know as they especially in the teenage years parents if they're if they've earned it right they they're allowing them more privilege more a little more freedom a little more time out of the house with friends and they get their driver's license so right. kind of you're also um dealing with kids who maybe for the first time are able to get behind the wheel of a car.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I've said to, to high school students is, and this kind of goes to the spiritual life a little more, but the decisions you made when you were eight, nine, 10, 11, they weren't, that what color shirt am I wearing? Whose friend's house am I going to? As you get closer to 17, 18, now you're making legitimate life changing decisions, whether it's, I'm going to go to this party and make a dumb decision, whether it's what college I'm going to, you're making life altering decisions. So towards the end of that first gap, You're making serious life choices uh, that then affects the path for the rest of your life. And I think uh, that's something that most kids in that age band don't think about because they're still stuck in the mindset of a 12 or 13 year old. Right. Yeah. Uh, Father, anything you would add on that? Obviously, you're around a lot of zero to 18 year olds from a spiritual standpoint. Yeah. Anything you would add to that?
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think one of the challenges is just the um, young people. They have a lot of ideas about the world they haven't necessarily been out in the the real world yet and so they a lot of their ideas a lot of their perceptions are formed by the media and what they're told is true and good and and correct you know so i i think of the passage from ecclesiastes and it says remove grief and anger from your heart and put away pain from your body because childhood and the prime prime of life are fleeting you know so i think for them to remember that well my youth is it's fleeting it's it's yeah. not forever and and so i want to make the most of this time
0: well i think a, a call to action we're all we're big about calls to action here is that as if you're if you're a parent or grandparent whatever it is if you're modeling prayer if you're modeling holiness and you're modeling the importance of your physical health and your physical well-being to those Children in the zero to 18 stage, they're going to see that and they might not be acting upon it right now, but they're going to see that's how dad did it. That's how mom did it. That's how I am supposed to be doing Trust it. Trust me, they will remember. They will remember. Again, <laughs> it's that first night away from home
1: that no. all those
0: things your parents taught you, uh, you, you will remember. Back. Mom and dad were right. Yeah. Which is, I, now that I have a three and a one year old, I hear myself, you know, everyone says it, it's so cliche, but it's so freaking true that it's, you just, say the exact same things your parents said all the time anyway i'm now there it's like a broken record let's move to the next stage 19 to 30 so
2: again 19 to 30 again is a is a tough stage for a lot of people and that's that's a very uh i remember i remember again uh, when i was a senior in high school and i'm looking forward in my life as far as what my college choice is going to be what career choice do i want to have and and so it's a very anxiety provoking Mm uh uh Period in your life, and there's a lot of uncertainty, right? And and uh, and again, uh, like we said before, uh, you also realize that that your margin for error gets smaller and smaller because you you realize that wh- whatever career choice I make, for the most part, I'm gonna have I'm to there. stay. Yeah, I'm I can't there. be jumping. Right. F- I can't be jumping from from one thing to another, yeah. right? And and so so that that 19 to 30, you you uh, want to make sure you take careful steps, like, like I tell my patients, take careful steps. Make sure make sure you know uh, where you're stepping, because sometimes uh, you know you can fall in a hole so deep that you you'll spend your whole life trying to dig out of. Yep. And so so it's important that to 1930 you're really trying to establish yourself again of who you want to be, what career choice do you want to have, do you want to be married or not, do you want to have children or not,
0: uh, you know what type of person do you want to be. And by age 30, you better have it figured out. Yep. you know. Let the record show that at age 29, I tore my MCL, uh, and it was not anything very exciting. It wasn't basketball, anything fun. But that was the first time I ever had to really say, "Okay, you you need to figure this out." Okay, this is you're not. You've got to stop the street fighting. You've got to stop the 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 reckless street fighting in the motorcycle (laughs) racing. But then that was my first foray into understanding that uh, that was my big transition period from I'm young invincible to, okay, you need to maintain your body a little better. Let's talk on the spiritual side. Nineteen to thirty.
1: Well, that's really I mean it's your twenties essentially, and I've heard it called the defining decade. You know, where you're making the big decisions that are setting you up for the rest of your life and not that you're trapped in those decisions, but really is in many ways defining decade. For me it was going to the seminary, I got to study abroad for a semester, I got ordained a priest, I've been at Dowling and so like for me it's like there was a lot that happened in my twenties, you know. And for most people that really sets them up for the rest of their life. Yeah. And there's a, a scripture passage that I think a lot of people know that I think is really good because there is a lot of anxiety for people in their twenties, uh, with finding a spouse, finding their vocation, finding where they're supposed to be and kind of being in that transition between adolescence and, uh, a solid foundation of family. Yep. Jeremiah 29:11, for, I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And I love the passage just because it, yeah, it gives us that hope. It gives us that that confidence uh, and a little bit of resilience, too, uh, that that the Lord is walking with us in this time.
0: And the hardest part of this is, I think, the 19 to 30s. You're going from college where most people now are not being forced to go to church on Sunday, right? And they're also not being forced to eat with their parents, certum. So now they're starting to have to make these big decisions. Most people take a step or five or ten backwards. And so it's it's just a matter of trying to get on the right path during that time. So, again, as fathers, as grandfathers, understanding the importance of that time frame and doing what we can to model to those around us, again, physically and spiritually, important habits. Uh, Man up. Today, we're talking about the four stages of life. We're joined by Dr. Mike Abouasili. And we're going to jump now to the third stage, which is the 30 to 50.
2: So the third stage, 30 to 50, at this point, one would assume that you have set your path from a professional standpoint. You pretty much have figured out what career choice, uh, what path you're going to go down. Um, you've also set your path from a personal standpoint. Uh, again, at this point, most people uh, have have figured out whether they want to be married or not or, or whether they want to start a family or not. And so, so you spend the next 20 years then. Uh, being the best that you can be at those things, mm-hmm. right? So, so you you want to be the best doctor you can be. That's you know that's at age forty eight right now. I'm I'm nearing. You're I'm, almost there, I'm baby. Nearing, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, or or it's, you know, you want to be the best businessman you can be, or mm-hmm. you want to be the best uh, minister you can be, or um, and also you want to be the best father, the best husband, mm-hmm. the best wife, um, and so you try very hard. You try your best to do those types of things, yep. um, and so that's that's what occupies your next 20 years
0: realistically yeah i would say looking back on this and father you can jump in here but i think in order for us to be our best in those different arenas whether it's being a father whether it's being a business person being a doctor the ones i look to that i say gosh they're really doing a good job are the ones that have their again their priorities in check and those priorities are god family work if you have those in order everything will fall into place and they might not realize it until they're already past their 50s or into their 60s that, that that was the order that needed to be done. But I think everyone would agree that that
1: is the way it has to be. And I I really admire the people in that kind of 30 to 50-year age range. That's me now. So you. But you. But yeah. I think very important. For, <laughs> something for me is just to see myself and for all of us to see ourselves as lifelong students, that we never stop learning. And so whatever we learned in seminary or med school or uh, whatever we studied.
0: You have no idea where I studied. Anyway, it's fine. I'm getting Yeah, kidding. I'm
1: Whatever we we did in college, that's important, but that was a foundation and so we just continue to, to learn and sharpen sharpen the saw and yep. continue to, to improve.
0: Yep. Well let's end on the fourth stage,
2: which is that fifty plus stage. So the fifty plus stage, like we said before, that's uh, when you get to a point in your life where where you I believe is um, when you really take a step back for the first time and you look back on your life and and again, like I said, you give yourself a grade um, and again that that 's just a personal thing between you and and between you and god and 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 you give yourself a grade, and like I said, you have to live with that grade uh because you can't go back and change the past and so uh again, you grade yourself on on did you achieve the goals you want to achieve in life uh uh did you achieve uh, your career goals were you a good father, a good husband uh uh uh, a good son uh, a good you know a good sibling all those things um so then you look back and then uh, then you look forward uh, at that point uh, because that's the first time that you truly i believe realize your mortality uh, on this planet uh, that that you realize that that you know we're not here forever uh, that our time is limited and uh, then at, at that point uh I believe most people want deep down want to leave this earth uh better than when they found it and so so they really at that point they really try to prioritize their life and they try to uh if there's goals that they still haven't met yet they they want to they want to meet those goals um and also at that point they they want to make sure that the generation behind them is has also benefited uh from them uh either either from their wisdom or from their acts of kindness acts of goodness or even financially you look back at ways that that you can better the generation behind you coming up um, and to me, that's probably uh, just as important of a stage in your life as,
0: as the previous three. Yep. So, And just to recap kind of our conversation is each stage in life has a different uh, I, different struggles and different opportunities. And as long as we are aware of those in the spiritual and the physical life to those around us, we can then help those, those people in our lives who may be 0 to 18, wherever they may be, We can help them to achieve what they want to achieve, and help them to have the bigger picture the whole time, and not just figure out the bigger picture when they're, you know, already in their seventies and they realize, gosh, I wish I would have made faith a priority or health a priority in my forties or thirties or twenties. So, Dr. Mike, thank you so much for joining us again today. Thank you, my pleasure. Awesome. Well, we're going to come back. Uh, We're going to have a ninety-nine second homily with Father Zach. So stick around, and we will be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. I'm Joe Stopulus, along with Father Zach Kautsky, and we just had a great conversation with Dr. Mike Abouasli regarding the four stages of life. Every stage has its own unique challenges and opportunities, but the underlying factor is that you're working to grow in your relationship with Jesus throughout, no matter what the circumstances father now for your 99 second homily
1: our scripture reading today is from the gospel of john chapter one verse 39 jesus is speaking to the apostles and he says come and you will see so they went and saw where he was staying and they spent that day with him and uh, i love this passage because jesus says come and see and it's just such a simple phrase from jesus but so so deep with meaning and Uh, One of my friends, Bishop Edward Rice, who was named the Bishop of Springfield, Cape Girardeau, uses this as his uh, Episcopal motto, his motto uh, for his ministry as bishop, and the motto is "Come and see." And I think for us as as Christians or people of faith, it's an invitation to joy. Jesus never forces or imposes himself on us, but he always invites, always invites us, respecting our freedom to experience the fullness of life and the truth of the gospel. And so no matter what stage we're in, Jesus is always saying, come and see. First of all, come experience the joy. Come and see for yourself. I respect your freedom. I won't force you, but I want you to share in my joy.
0: It's so interesting. So many other religions are us having this spiritual journey where we are attaining. uh, We are the ones that are supposed to be in control and grow and grow and grow on our own. Whereas we have a God who is inviting us and actually coming to us, and it's just—I think of the, you know, obviously the picture of the prodigal son, where the father's running to the son. God is always inviting us, and during this year of mercy, how uh, how relevant it is that God is continually—and now the Pope is is calling for it—is continually calling us back and and reaching for us and calling to us to bring us closer to him i think this passage speaks right to that come and see yeah so father would you end us in a quick prayer
1: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit lord our god we thank you for for our guest today dr mike and for all those who are listening today we ask you to to touch our hearts help us to follow you more closely today and be encouraged in our faith uh, through the help of others and we ask this through christ our lord amen, amen.
0: father son holy, holy spirit, spirit amen. amen thank you again for joining us today on man up on io catholic radio for father zach kautsky i am joe stopulus it's time to man up